<laughs> so we're talking human rights and uh, we have uh, Lloyd Lotz. Uh, Lloyd Lotz is a provincial manager at the Human Rights Council in KZN. Uh, Mr. Lotz, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon and uh, to yourself and to your, your listeners as well. So we've seen a lot of what seems to be, you know, bordering on human rights violations, especially in your uh, area there in Peter Maritzburg in the KZN. Uh, we were just uh, interviewing, uh, you know, someone from uh, the Department of Health that side to tell us more about what has been happening at the Northdale Hospital. Right. What do people mm-hmm. need to understand about their human rights, especially in, in light of this uh, pandemic? Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, I think uh, the issue of, of human rights, uh, I mean, uh, as you've said that, you know, the, the South African Human Rights Commission, um, as the South African Human Rights Commission, part of our mandate is to ensure that um, citizens of South Africa or South Africans are actually aware of what their rights are and what those rights actually mean. So as part of our constitutional mandate, um, we have an obligation and a duty to ensure that we promote the, um, you know, we promote human rights and we we do that in various ways where we give people, um, you know, education about what their rights are. We interact uh, at different, you know, uh, different sectors of society. We go into schools, we go into communities. And and in this financial year, we'll, we'll also be, be uh, you know, working with human rights champions to assist us to basically uh, raise awareness on the ground uh, so that people are aware of, of what these rights that they have in terms of what they are. And, um, yeah, so basically um, we, we are there to, to sort of promote, um, you know, the respect uh, for human rights and the culture for human rights in South Africa. So now we're dealing with COVID-19, Mr. Lotz. What would we need to understand about our human rights, you know, uh, now that we're dealing with uh, this pandemic? Well, I, I think that the pandemic, of course, it's an unprecedented um, situation which it has sort of created, you know, in the globe. Um, as we've seen, um, it's not just South Africa, but it's it's, it's all countries in the world that have been affected, of course, being affected differently. The fact that we have a constitution uh, is actually a great thing because in that constitution, no matter what the situation is, um, we have a Bill of Rights. And in that Bill of Rights, we do have specific rights that each and every individual has. Mm. And, of course, there's a variety of these rights. And um, what is also important in the Bill of Rights it also provides for in Section 7 um, in terms of the state having a duty as well to to respect, protect, promote, and fulfill the rights within the Bill of Rights. And these rights, of course, range across from, you know, your right to equality, uh, you know, dignity, right to life, freedom of movement and association. There's quite a number of them, you know, including education, a number of other socioeconomic rights as well, and your right to access health. Mm-hmm. And, of course, these rights never uh, never always operate, uh, uh, you know, in a sort of singular uh, way, but they need to be looked at. They are interdependent, you know. For example, you use the example of the Peter Maritzburg 
uh, 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 you know, the, the issue in the hospital in Kitanosburg. It's not a hospital in particular, you know, where a patient died. Mm. In, obviously, that patient was accessing their right to health. But of course, in accessing your right to health, uh, it must also be done so, or it must be accessed in a way that is also going to be, uh, 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 you know, protecting your right to dignity, mm. meaning that mm. everyone has a right to have their dignity respected, whether you're accessing a healthcare facility or you're accessing a school. So, so I'm trying to just explain that there is that sort of interrelationship uh, mm. between these rights as well. I'm sure that yeah, you've so, seen... Yeah. I'm sure that you've seen or noted a rise in, you know, violations, human rights violations since the pandemic started. Well, you know, as the commission, I mean, uh, we obviously receive complaints every day. Mm. Um, you know, we are at a different level of the uh, lockdown, as, as it's called. And of course, at the start of the lockdown, um, you know, uh, I, I, of course, I can speak for KZN in particular, we we can say that there has been an increase, uh, you know, in, in inquiries and complaints relating to, you know, issues, uh, you know, relating to labor rights, mm. where, you know, people have been saying, look, we, uh, for example, you know, uh, I've been put off work because of the COVID-19. I'm no longer be able to get a salary. Uh, then also came the issues of, you know, the U- UIF, um, funds which uh, employee, employers had to apply for. And of course, that's a Department of Labor issue. So we've seen an increase in, in issues relating to labor rights. And of course, as the commission, we also refer matters to appropriate institutions, which we do all the time. We've also been getting, uh, you know, uh, increased uh, uh, complaints and, and reports on, uh, you know, people not having access to Social Security, Mm. right, in terms of trying to access grants and any form of social assistance from the state. Mm. Uh, And, of course, it's also been ranging with other complaints relating to issues of of human dignity uh, and and the like. So it's been a a sort of a wide range, um, you know, of, of, I mean, similar to the types of matters that you've been getting. It's just that during the lockdown, some of the um, complaints have been quite specific to, to issues of accessing healthcare relating to, to COVID-19. Uh, others have also been raging to, uh, especially when we had at the height of the lockdown level five, where there were issues of, of restrictions of movement. So we've um, obviously been dealing with uh, those types of matters. And of course, we, we, we've also been getting matters relating to, you know, you know, the rights of access to education and the like. How do you resolve these matters? All right. Now, the commission, how the commission operates is mm. that, um, as I was explaining earlier, in mm. terms of the constitution, we have a mandate. I've, I've explained one leg of our mandate, which is to promote um, the, the protection, develop, sorry, the, to promote the respect for human rights and the culture of human rights. But we've got three other legs. Uh, the second leg, sorry, two other legs. The second leg is the, the promotion, uh, 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 the, the protection mandate uh, leg, which is the commission is um, to, to promote the protection and the, and the development of attainment of human rights. Mm. Now, what, 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 what we do with that particular mandate is that 
It's a mandate that allows us to investigate matters. And how we investigate matters in the Commission is that we, based on our Act, the South African Human Rights Commission's Act, we can initiate own in- investigations, mm. but we also receive complaints from the public, as I was explaining earlier, that we get yeah. complaints coming from the public, you know, where people are saying, my, my right has been, I violated. think my right has been violated yeah. in this particular manner, kindly look into it. And of course, we've got a process whereby we, a complaint handling process where we would, you know, we would screen matters, we need to determine whether it falls within our jurisdiction because we get a lot of matters that don't fall squarely within our jurisdiction or matters that could be better dealt with by other institutions because we're not the only Chapter 9 institution. Mm. There are other Chapter 9 institutions such as the Public Protector, you know, the Commission on, on uh, Religious and Linguistic Rights Commission, for example, you know, uh, uh, Commission for Gender Equality. So, so, and other state institutions which have been created, like the CCMA, for example, if a person comes and says, I, I, I've been uh, unfairly dismissed, it is a human rights uh, issue, but of course, the Commission cannot give the, the you know, cannot reinstate that person back to work. Mm-hmm. The commission for the CCMA would be a better place at doing that and be able to give that individual the remedy that they want. So, so we look at matters in that particular manner. The ones that we can take up or the ones that we do take up, of course, the commission investigates and by investigating, it can litigate. But the commission also promotes what is called alternative dispute resolution where we believe that it, it's actually better for us to resolve matters where we mediate, for example. Because when you mediate matters, it's not you as the Commission giving an outcome in terms of how this matter should be resolved, but you're getting the parties to be party, or the individuals involved in the matter to be party to the solution. So the outcome uh, is, 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 a, is a much better one because both parties are happy. You don't have a, uh, you know, because they, they have come to, to, to the solution and the conclusion of that matter. So we, we often use our, our, our alternative dispute resolution through mediating. Okay, like I said, sometimes we go to court. Mm. Uh, we often go to court in the equality court and, and other courts as well to ensure that we get redress where there's been where there's been, uh, uh, you know, a, a violation so, uh, of human rights. So, Mr. Lotz, if I feel like my human rights have been violated or, or infringed, how do I get in touch with you to lodge my complaint and my grievance? All right. The Commission, um, we, we basically, we have, you know, provincial offices in each province. Um, and, of course, our website is always the best, um, you know, way of getting all the different provincial office uh, details. Um, and our website is um, www.sahrc.org.za. And in that, of course, it will have, because we're also operating within the sort of lockdown, uh, uh, some of our offices, um, in fact, most of our offices are not taking walk-ins. So we also have cell phone numbers. You'll find all the details there. For the KZN office, we are using uh, a cell phone number in in, in this particular form. It's 071-446-233. 
That's 071-446-2333. And of course, on our website, there's also email addresses. Um, the members of the public can also lodge complaints via the telephone. They can also lodge complaints via email. And our email addresses are available there as well for each office so as to um, as to get to, to those complaints. Thank you so much, Mr. Lotz. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. That is uh, Lloyd Lotz, Provincial Manager at the Human Rights Commission in KZN. So if uh, I'm sure you heard, if you have found yourself in a position where you feel like your human rights have been violated, whether you've tried to access health care and have not received the care that you feel you deserve or you've been unfairly dismissed, maybe pop them an email. You can get their email address at www.sahrc.org.za.